You are listening to A Guest Room, How to Host Well and Thrive in the Sharing Economy. This is Episode 1. Welcome. I'm Melissa, your host. For the next 20 minutes, we are going to talk about how to host well in the sharing economy. It's a simple format. We connect two main topics, hosting well and the business side. Now, this is our very first episode, so we're going to focus on introducing our philosophy of hosting well and what that really means. We all face challenges when unexpected things like a virus negatively impact the travel and hospitality industry. But we wanted to give you an idea of who we are before we jump right into offering you advice or solutions. Our next episode will tackle some of the current issues in home sharing. We always have time for questions from you, our listeners, and you can submit those questions to host at a guestroom.com. That's H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. So it's time to sit back, relax, and get started. Now, I would not be a good host if I didn't follow the first rule of Southern hospitality and encourage you to enjoy a beverage while we chat. The Scott Irish in me recommends a PD single malt. But my personal choice for podcasting on this side is a glass of dry bubbly. Since I'm here and you are wherever you are, it's listener choice. And if you're exercising while you podcast, then kudos to you, my friend, and let's get to it. Today, we are focused on hosting well. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean to offer hospitality? Over the course of several years, we have hosted thousands of guests from all over the world. And no matter the cultural or language barriers, every single one appreciated a thoughtful, caring welcome. Hospitality is an art, an art that you can learn and put into practice. Our foundational mantra comes from tennis champion Arthur Ashe. Start where you are. Use what you have. Do what you can. I'm doing it right now. Diving into the podcast experience. And it was the same with Airbnb. When I started years ago, there was not a lot of information out there. I just kind of dove right in without a lot of fear. Like jumping off a cliff and not knowing the temperature of the water, which I did once in Montana. I jumped right off this cliff into a glacier-fed lake. Now, I don't recommend anyone ever doing that. It was so cold. I could not draw a breath and my limbs did not want to move. But that's another story. We are focused on hosting well. And if people are going to enter your home as strangers and leave as friends, then some hospitality has to be going on in the middle. Thankfully, I had a good friend, Pam, who is even more daring than I was and a true entrepreneur, She began hosting on Airbnb when no one knew what Airbnb even was. With Pam's help, I started where I was, renting a small spare room, a guest room, in Washington, D.C. with very little technical guidance or know-how. And this was before there were any podcasts or websites or anything other than the Airbnb community forums. And it was a risk I left my full-time job as a government contractor to take a sabbatical. Airbnb seemed like a good way to earn a little bit of extra money as I took time to kind of detox from a very dysfunctional environment. I wanted to relearn who I was and what made me happy. 
and I rediscovered a sense of joy in offering hospitality. I grew up with a mother who was a great host, and she had a sincere love for people. She loved company, and she loved welcoming people into our home. As I got older, she would say that hospitality was a dying art. It was becoming all about trendy techniques and perfection, having the right color scheme or the latest gadget. And no offense to Martha Stewart, but it was an era where all your cookies had to be the exact same size. They had to be picture perfect. And in this era of Instagram lives and social media influencers, it's getting even worse. That idea of gathering around the table, sharing what you have, treating people like extended family, that was being lost in all the hype. Airbnb seemed like a way to explore those foundational ideas about hospitality and, you know, to get back to my roots. So using what I had, a guest room, and my grandmother's amazing banana bread recipe, I opened my first listing. Now, since then, Airbnb itself has grown and changed a lot. It has become more of a business-oriented mindset, more about property management. But welcoming people into your home is not the same thing as being in the short-term rental business. Airbnb is no longer a side hustle for a lot of people. It is a full-time job, and the industry around that is really growing. We are going to investigate those differences. We're going to look at the market of services. We're going to speak to both, and we're going to find a place where you might fit. We see this happening in other areas, like Uber, which is basically a taxi service at this point. It is far removed from the community roots as something you could do over the weekend to bring in a little extra cash. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you want to be a taxi driver. A lot of the home sharing platforms are going through this evolution, and we're here to make sure that we don't lose the art of hospitality along the way. You can Google around and find experts who will tell you how to maximize your profits, and there is no doubt that home sharing is a business, and there is nothing wrong with that. It should be conducted in a professional manner, and it can generate a lot of income for you. We just want to make sure that we keep the core values of welcoming people in, hosting well, and caring for our guests as part of that profitable home sharing experience. It's not all about the nickels and dimes. We believe that hosting well is the key to your long-term success. And we believe that the original heart of Airbnb, the privilege of sharing your space and welcoming the stranger, is still beating strong. Okay, it's time for our first bubbly break. We take the bubbly breaks because I really do love champagne. The drier, the better. And everyone needs a break. It's hard to talk for 20 minutes straight. And it's hard to listen actively. So relax your brain, take a sip, check your pedometer as we do a quick recap. Hospitality is an art, but it's an art that you can learn and practice. Our mission is inspired by the great Arthur Ashe, and that is to help you start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. You do not have to be the next real estate magnet. 
just be willing to take a risk. Okay, back to our active listening as we pick up the topic of hosting well. Another reason we try to include the idea of champagne in the bubbly breaks in the podcast is that we believe in celebrating the small victories and finding joy in the everyday. And if I can get through the first part of an episode, well, that deserves a toast. It is those small victories, those small joys, the small things that you do for your guests that will keep you going and it will keep your calendar booked. There is nothing like your first booking. And that feeling gets reignited with each fantastic guest and every good review. It will make you want to do a good job, which is a good thing because it is a business and it is work. Every time I see the words passive income associated with Airbnb, I laugh out loud. Hosting well will take every professional skill you have in communication, logistics, definitely in diplomacy. I mean, let's be real. Anytime that you are dealing with humanity, with customers, anytime you are dealing with people in your home, there are going to be challenges. Many people think of Airbnb or hosting as simply a way to make extra money. You know, the focus is all about the income generation. We see this trend in numerous YouTube videos, websites, and podcasts. Most of the guidance out there is targeted to people who have multiple listings, and they're using a digital platform to be property managers. They are really in the short-term rental business. And this is a big step from thinking about home sharing as a way to make a little side income. And that's the tension right now in the industry because both of these things are going on. The truth is you can succeed with both. There is a huge customer base out there if you just want to rent out a guest room now and then. You don't have to have a separate unit. You don't have to have a professional interior designer to do well with home sharing. We want to make sure that everyone in the market is being considered. I'm also going to be blogging for the upcoming website. And one of my first topics is the three bears. Yep, you heard me correctly. The fairy tale with Goldilocks. We all know it, right? The rude little girl who broke into a home. She dipped her spoon in the porridge. She breaks a chair. And I mean, don't get me started because if someone came into my home, and went through my cabinets, I would not be happy. But the story reminds us that refreshment, space, and comfort, remember that really comfy bed and she fell asleep? These are all really important elements to your guest. Now they all will cost money in terms of investment and upkeep, but they don't have to break the bank. Your attitude is just as important as your amenities. Your attitude can be refreshing. Your attitude can be comforting. And the right attitude will go a long way. Because when you approach hospitality as a business, you do need to find a way to track your expenses, your time, your inventory, and your schedule. The best basic advice I can give you is be organized. And for some of us, that's a real attitude shift. There are a lot of solutions out there and a multitude of ways to conduct your business. We're going to investigate some of those solutions, the challenges, and the impacts on the business side. For instance, we'll take a closer look at cleaning services. It's a question, right? To maid or not to maid? 
cleaning fees are a part of the business, and it can be the difference between just breaking even or making a profit. A clean space is a must-have in offering good hospitality. A future episode will look at the benefits and the disadvantages to using a maid service. And yes, there are situations when it is not to your advantage to hire a maid. That cleaning fee from Airbnb is money in your pocket. So on the business side, we'll be looking at the nickels and the dimes and the profit margins. No matter your scale or your approach, you will need to find a way to deal with questions. Lots and lots of questions from your guest. This will be a huge issue in terms of your time, availability, and the efficient scaling of your endeavor. Answering questions takes time, and time is money. Because we want a part of this podcast to be directly about you, our listeners, we will always take time to answer your questions. Now you can send them in to host at guestroom.com. And as we answer, I want you to know that we have hosted thousands of guests and we have handled just about every question you can imagine. And hopefully we've done it with some grace. Okay, it's time for a bubbly break. And then we're going to dive into our questions. You can cover a lot of ground in 20 minutes. Bubbly breaks let you relax your brain while we do a recap. Don't forget to celebrate the small victories. They will keep you going. Even if you start small, provide those key elements of refreshment, space, and comfort. There are customers for you, and offering good hospitality does not have to break the bank. Attitude can often be more important than amenities. Back to your active listening as we dive into those questions. When I was getting prepared to start on Airbnb, I had friends and family who asked, are you sure? Are you sure you want people, strange people in your house? They had legitimate concerns and they had some good questions that I needed to consider. So we are starting with that very first question from my own friends and my own family. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to host people in your home? This is important especially if you use the Airbnb platform. If you are opening up a shared space in your home, a guest room in your house, not a separate apartment with a separate entrance, think about it carefully. These are people who are going to be coming through your front door, walking through your house, possibly sleeping in a room across the hall from you. This is how I started on Airbnb. And honestly, I had to alter my own habits and I had to organize my house to make it more accommodating and comfortable for my guest. No one wants to rent a room in your house and have you wandering around in your old sweats with a mud mask on your face when they come through the front door. It's a little bit like Zombieville. There was a commercial a couple of years ago, right, where the host opens his door and he's in his tidy whities And I guess that guys still wear those. I mean, men's underwear technology has come so far. And yet, right? Well, that actually happened to a friend. The host stayed in his underwear over the course of the weekend, and he also smoked a lot of pot in the shared spaces. You may not have anything against smoking pot, but that part of the experience was not at all included in the listing description. It was not what the guest expected. Needless to say, it was not an optimum Airbnb experience for anyone. 
really think about whether or not you are willing to change your habits and organize your space, clear away the clutter, put on some clothes so that your guest feels comfortable and welcomed. I cleared a lot of stuff out of my main floor and then I made sure that common items like umbrellas or the coffee pot were very easy to find and accessible. I cleared away stuff from the guest room closet so they would have a lot of space. My friend Cherie makes a point of looking at all four corners of the room. She wants to see the clear lines, the baseboards, and the corners. It helps to reassure her that the space is clean and safe. There is nothing dirty or hidden hanging out in the room with her. If that idea of taking time to declutter and to reorganize and to change your habits makes you feel a little resentful or hesitant, then think carefully. Sooner or later, your resentment, that little nag that you have to accommodate someone else, that you have to wait for the shower, that you have to put away your messy pots and pans, that resentment will win out and your gracious welcome will start to slide. Being a good host is not the same thing as being a roommate. A good host makes sure the guest is always comfortable. And you can do it. You can take the leap. You can be a good host. As with most endeavors, the most important thing is to be yourself. The great thing about Airbnb is that there is space for everyone. And that's what I love about it. I love the flexibility. I love the fact that the quote unquote little guy, those of us who don't have designer spaces or second homes, we can have so much success with home sharing. You can send in questions to us here or ask for consulting help. We can help you identify your strengths, your weaknesses, and prepare a hosting strategy that fits your situation. Now, the second question I had when I first started, and it's a question that I still get all the time, does it cost a lot? The quick answer is no. It does not have to cost a lot to get you started. You can get up and running on a tight budget. Remember, you don't have to break the bank to be a good host. We see a lot of advice out there encouraging people to buy a lot of products just to get started. There's even a, a noise monitor that you can buy that will tell you if your guest is being too noisy in your home. You don't have to go down this route. You don't have to have all the fancy stuff to be a good host and to do a good business. There are always people looking for good value. And at the end of the day, like the end of our podcast, we define hosting as a sacred privilege, a way to welcome the weary traveler. So thank you for listening all the way through our first episode. Hopefully we conveyed our basic philosophy on hosting well, and we inspired you to say yes to the home sharing journey. In future episodes, we want to make sure we address your concerns and your questions. So send those in to host at a guestroom.com. That's H-O-S-T at a guestroom.com. This has been episode one of A Guest Room. Today, we talked about our philosophy of hospitality and what it means to host well. We hope that you discover great possibilities for your own guest room and are inspired by our mantra to start where you are, 
Use what you have and do what you can. Thanks for listening. This is Melissa, your host, and I'm signing off with a half-empty glass and toasting to your success.